Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We are just weeks away from camp. Let's throw in a little Instagram drama. Why not? Let's talk about it all right now. This is the Orange and Back Check Podcast with Bill Kornfeld and Scott Weinhardt. It is episode 157 of Orange and Back Check. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you have subscribed to us on all your favorite podcast platforms, however you listen, and as well as the Hockey Podcast Network. And sign up on DraftKings Sportsbook while you're at, uh, while you're at it at THPN. You can get $200 in instant bets when betting five. So you can't beat that, especially with the return of football season and the near return of hockey season. It's a beautiful thing. A man who finally has some scheduling in his life thanks to hockey, Scott Weinhardt. What's going on, brother? You know, listen, I might, I'll be consumed from October till June, you know, with hockey. So it was actually kind of good last night to see that, uh, you know, the fantasy uh, quarterback that I took is uh, is the worst in the league. It has the most incompletions. He has the most interceptions. And, um, you know, hasn't won a game since the Super Bowl. So I, it's actually kind of nice to see that, even though he only gave me like 19 points. I don't know, a receiver had 0.4 points. That's Sky Moore. And I, I had, uh, I shouldn't have, I point four points. How do you do that? Stupid. The funny thing was all night, at least like th- a quarter of the way through, maybe two, uh, the second half, certainly everyone in the Philadelphia region was like, this, the Chiefs are now putting Patrick Mahomes like they did Donovan McNabb with the Todd Pinksons and the James Trashes of the world. And like all of a sudden, this is what happens, especially now that G- uh, Travis Kelsey was hurt. I thought it was pretty funny trying to compare the two. Everybody knows it takes four weeks for these dad guys to really get rolling. And that's what happens. Like it takes four weeks because they don't get a preseason. They don't start banging bodies until the first game. And it's sloppy football. Until October, football season doesn't really start till October, November. I like that, in my, in my opinion. I mean, that's I don't know. It's all it's sloppy. I think that's a very popular yeah. opinion. Yeah, I think that's a really popular thing to to. St- I think it's. I, I don't know. Like, I want to agree with it, but like, I I still like to, in comparison. I think we still get like, especially of late, two to three weeks of sloppy hockey, even though they play their full season of Christmas. Ske- uh, preseason it's schedule. Always- it's always so, Christmas when things yeah. start to when things start to get like stride. Like you have teams that'll get hot early. We saw that with the Flyers last year. They got hot early and the year before. Yeah, they get hot early and then they cool off and then by Christmas that's what they are. And you know, some years they've done that in the past and worked their way back. But I mean, for the most part, any team doesn't really become gelled until really 
about about you know the holidays, Christmas time. Speaking of Christmas time, it's always that uh, time of year when we're planning stuff or we're you and I are not planning things anymore. We're just kind of going with the flow of what we're being told. Um, That's I've I've accepted this as my, my as my fate for the rest of my life. Like I'm just, hey, what are we doing? And I don't I I got to this point with my wife, uh, Scott, where I don't like. I don't even plan my outfits for certain occasions anymore. Like I have, I am told here's the tie that matches my dress. And by the way, none of the ties that existed prior to my relationship are good enough. All of those ties are useless. Might as well throw them out or donate them to the goodwill or whatever. So fun, fun, fun stuff. It gets worse when you have kids. The only difference is though, because I, like I know that I know that phase that of, of of marriage of how that works is that a you don't plan anything. Let me tell you something, and this is the God's honest truth. My wife and I have a great relationship. We really do. We have an excellent relationship. We've gotten in one actual like argument through, throughout our years, <laughs> like legit, like a legit argument has only happened once. I swear to God. And it was before we even got married because it was over the DJ. So, like, I wanted the DJ I wanted at my wedding. She said no, and I got pissed off, and we got into a fight about it. And then that 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 settled that. But the thing is, going back to your point, you know, that's what happens is that you you when you when you put a ring on someone's finger, um, you you lose that choice that you have. Like of you know, like there's certain times. Like I remember back in the day, like you know, years ago before we had kids, and that it was uh, yeah, you're not wearing that. You're not you're not wearing that. Go put on something else. No, 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 you're not wearing that. We're not going out like that. You're not doing it. You really don't have a choice. You really don't. And nowadays, like you know, with the kids, it's more allowed what they have, and you can kind of like sneak off. I can kind of like wear a t-shirt, and by the time she's like, you're wearing that, we gotta go now. We can't do anything. So, I mean, at the end of the day. You have no control over your schedule. You have no control over your over your uh, over the clothes you wear, and uh, especially when you add in kids in the mix now, especially when they have like sports on the weekends. Um, yeah, yeah. I- I'm I'm fortunate enough to be able to play beer league hockey, like <laughs> and record a podcast. And, and, and yeah, I believe and do a podcast. And the worst part is, is like when I get like the times that like that that the games happen like right around bedtime. Of course, you get the the, the times are terrible for this and all that stuff. Uh, it happens all the time. It's the truth, but that's what happens. And then I ask her, like, "What are we? What are we doing next weekend?" I told you like fifty times because, like, I'll get told in April, "Don't make any plans for October seventeenth because you're doing something." Hey, and then October rolls around. Hey, what are we doing that weekend? I told you a while ago that we were doing this, and and that's what happens. That's what happens. Guys, if you aren't married, that's what happens. Here's what I learned a long time ago, thanks to a buddy of mine. This is what uh, he taught me very early on. Have a family calendar on your phone, whether that's Google or another third-party app. That This is how I get through my life. She claims I don't look at it. I certainly do. She doesn't update it all the time. She, she won't admit that, I, uh... but... It's 100%. We actually we started that this year. This is also with, you with know school. what because I'm looking at it now. This is also one I know she's going to be spending money. <laughs> look, look at that. What's that say, Scott? What's that say? Uh, Lily Sunshine said all day, all day. All day. It's got to nice. be all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to be mm-hmm. all day. So 
you got to get like a, a Best Buy sale and do that like <laughs> That's all day exactly or something like that. Right, 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 counter with that the next day. What's this Best Buy thing? I don't know. What's your Lily yeah, thing? exactly. Like, that's what happens. So, but, fun and, stuff. And, and, and I'll tell you what, and, and we'll move on after this. It, it's, it's, it's the truth. Like, we started the calendar this year, and I still ask. Because, like, I, I, I see my notifications, but I, I, I don't I don't go Because like, it's not always my to life. the detail that you need. You need you always need more detail of what the event is, where it is, how you're getting there, whatever the case, especially in your in your situation when you're dealing with two kids that you got to probably trek along with and kind of like how we dress in them and just throwing clothes on them and crap like that. So it's legit. Just tell me where we're doing and what time we got to what time we got to be there. Uh, for me, it's that simple. Tell me the day before. OK, what time are we going to be there? OK, all right. No problem. That's it. That's it. That's that's all I need. Uh, speaking of simplicity, uh, it'd be nice if there was simplicity uh, around the flyers. And it seems like earlier today there was kind of clarifying, but I think there is a specific phrase that general manager Danny Breer used regarding this situation, regarding the Carter Hart. He didn't remove all flyers references. Uh, according to people that follow him, and have posted uh, on Twitter or X, whatever you call it. He has posts about the Flyers and him in Flyers garb or whatever. But there's nothing in his... He removed Flyers goalie or whatever the verbiage was in his bio area on Instagram. And he made his account private. I don't, to be honest with you, truly honest with you, if he left it as Flyers goalie number 79, private account, don't care. I don't care. Like, hey, if you're a celebrity that doesn't want to have a million followers or a billion followers like your Cristiano Ronaldo, good for you. Go for it. I don't give a crap. But it's always weird. There's always smoke. If there's smoke, there's fire. When the player had in his bio, Flyers goalie, whatever the verbiage is, whatever the team, James Harden, Sixers, whatever. When they remove that from the bio, I always have my red flag up for that entire season. I'm going to have my red flag up this entire season because he's under a microscope, whether it's because of trade value or this situation going on with Hockey Canada that, thank the Lord, they did not release the report today, Friday, September 8th. Because if they had done that, it's the biggest coward move by Hockey Canada that I can think of. You have, you cannot try and bury this in a Friday news dump the weekend before football season starts. So, I don't think he did this unintentionally. I think there's intention. I don't care what Danny Briere said, which was, according to, I had it, Eric Engels, uh, regarding Carter Hart privatizing Instagram and moving its Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, removing the Philadelphia Flyers from the count, General Manager Danny Briere says that there's nothing to it. That he talked to Hart, who's excited for this this coming Flyer season, and that as of now he expects him to be at camp and ready to go. Scott, anytime I see as of now or in the present state of mind, whatever the phrasing is, I know there is something there. There is something there. Something about Carter Hart being unhappy or traded. Or about to be indicted, or whatever the whatever the phrasing is. Jesus, I, 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 it's absolutely he he could be, could he not? He's, I, I, he was just, on this team in 2018. 
I think there's smoke here. Maybe I'm over, or there's a fire here. There's certainly smoke. I, I, I don't think there's any waving it away at this point. You know what? Here's my here's my take. This is why I despise social media. It, it's a necessary evil, but I despise it because everybody. Okay, for instance, okay, we find out about the uh, the Carter Hart thing, okay, and we put out a tweet. Hey, Carter Hart did it, but hey, we we decided that let's check out other players from that 2018 team. Maybe there's something tied to that, okay. Brett Howden, private. Dylan Dubé, D-I-L-L-O-N Dubé, um, not D-Y-L-A-M, uh, according to some people. Uh, private. Okay, so apparently Dylan Dubé was private all along. I don't know. I don't, I don't care. We don't care. The point is that, okay, there's this investigation that's going on and coming out, and then it's this. And then the next thing you know, we have 12,000 views on this damn thing. <laughs> like, and you look at it and it just, this is, this is why I, I despise it. Like all there, there was absolutely no speculation on our part for this. We're just putting out what we observed. That's it. Like, you know, I look outside right now and I'm saying, you know what? It's pretty dark outside and I see a little bit of clouds and I think there's the moon behind it, but I'm not sure. So it's an observation. I mean, I, and people say, well, I can see the full moon. I don't see part of the moon. You know, this, my point is this. It's like when you have like, you're in like middle school or high school and you get a girl's number and you're, and you're texting her and then she texts back. And then you think like, oh, should I text back? Am I texting back too soon? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? <laughs> we, we get so tied up with little things that, we're worried about a professional athlete taking off the word flyers on his friggin' profile. You're you're acting like little little girls out there, little girls it's and boys gossip. text yeah. each other. That, that, that's what we. It's, it's nonsense. It's what we strive for, man. We want. This is why sports is so different, especially when we're talking about the NHL that needs this drama to get to the same. Try at least I should say try to get to the same level and tier as the NBA and the NHL and even so, or excuse me, the NFL or, and even it's in some cases, the um, major league baseball drama drives sports. It's what is so unique about it. Winning is winning cures all winning fixes all whatever the phrasing is, whatever you want to say it. But we also enjoyed that back. That's why people are so infatuated with the lions. People are love the drama of Dan Campbell, the head coach for the lions and that whole thing. And the redemption story for Jared Goff. And they just beat the the Kansas City Chiefs the other night. Like, I think people strive for this. I certainly strive for it. I am infatuated when anything happens, something when anything like this happens. Because, again, in other leagues, when this happens, something on the ice or on the court, on the field, coincides with what that player or coach or representative of that team happens when they do that like let me ask you this okay go ahead we get through we're up until the trade deadline what what is it in february this year and all of a sudden we start seeing serious rumblings pierre uh elliot friedman they're all saying hey carter hart's on the trading block they're about to move them 
They're looking for a first round pick, whatever, X, Y, Z. And they have X amount of uh, suitors. You buying that? Like, are you shocked by that? I should ask. Like, are you shocked if if by the trade deadline the Flyers are like, yeah, we're gonna try and unload Carter Hart? I mean, he's an RFA next season, so at the end of the season, his contract's up. So, if you're gonna do it, maybe. Uh, but again, I, I'm not really shocked. I'm more. What gets me is the trades that you don't see coming, like when Shea Weber was traded straight up for PK Subban. I didn't see that one coming. That's a huge. That's like a holy shit kind of trade. Those kind of tra- or the way Ivan Provorov was dealt in a three-way deal, that kind of trade is more like whoa, like you're getting Cal Peterson, you're getting you know a defenseman out of this, you're you know with Sean Walker, and uh, you're getting um you know you're get you're getting some picks out of this and a really you know robust type of deal. I get more shocked about that. I mean, is, is there anticipation? Yeah, am I constantly refreshing my feed to see you know if you, there's any more rumblings? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, but the shock. See, the thing is, is that it, that's the drama that I, I don't really care about. Like, it's like, for instance, like he takes off some things on his profile. He takes things off on his profile. When these athletes do this shit, I don't really care. I don't care what they put on their Instagram profile. And I get it. it's probably because I'm a different generation. I will respect that with the younger generations and you know, like Gen Z, they're more around social media as far as like you know being brought up with it so it has more of an impact i can understand that but for me i don't care when you talk about that drama it's it's in the actual game itself it's leading up to the game of okay is this guy gonna play or not i'll tell you the most dramatic thing that i really enjoyed and i'm glad social media wasn't around them because it would have freaking ruined it is when to left philadelphia and went to dallas now you want to talk about drama that was just, I mean, even before that, the third, b- before that, when, so, when he's doing crunches in his driveway, not even that, that was a distraction. I'm talking third game of the season and you're amped up like it's a playoff game. Like that's the type of drama I really like enjoy. And I think that that's in, in integral with the game itself. Like for instance, like if someone skates around, you know, and on warmups, they get pulled over by the, uh, the ringside reporter and say, you know, you, you change things up on your Instagram. Like I, no, I don't really care. Like, why, why are you asking the guy about his Instagram <laughs> yeah. doing friggin' warm-ups? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's that's the part of our culture, I guess you could say, and part of sports that it, it, it has no appeal. I mean, maybe it's just me because I'm I, I technically am an older fan at this point, but it has no appeal to me. I just I don't I don't I don't see I don't understand the the additional drama that's needed in someone's MySpace profile, or you know, I can't believe I just used MySpace. MySpace, but, uh, you know, but yeah, my, yeah, like you know, I, I, like what players are in their top eight? You, you know, really are Facebook, on the older Instagram. end. You really, yeah. you just showed how old on the older <laughs> end of the millennial spectrum that you are. Like yeah. I'm smack dab in the middle. I'm 32. You're in your 40s. Like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not again. Don't even start that shit because my buddies bust my balls. Like, oh, you're an old man. You're an old man. I'm 38 freaking years old. All right, it's close. I, enough. I just turned no. 38 years yeah. old. No, I like you're on the, the you're in your late 30s. Like, I'm on the brink of 40. Yeah, but you're still. I'm pretty sure that's still considered millennial, is it not? Hundred yeah, percent, it is. You're, but, anybody nineteen eighty. This 2000. is where the generation thing doesn't make sense to me because someone uh, that was born in uh, nineteen two thousand certainly 
will not have the same life as a person that was born in 1996 or 1995 on the back end of the Gen Z generation. Even that five-year difference is pretty substantial. Correct. So correct. Similar correct. to, to correct. what you are, uh, you and I are. So yeah. I, I training camp starts in less than two weeks or three weeks. Twenty first. Is this the last fo- unforced? Is this the last we have heard of Carter Hart and Instagram, or is there more fuel to this fire potentially? Oh God. Now you're, you're gonna have everybody all over Twitter and Instagram, prying eyes every single day. Any changes that comes up, like you know what I mean. Like for me, I'll say this: is that my first indicator when someone when, when that happened was not a trade, because generally you're not gonna see a trade in hockey this time of year. You, you everybody's pretty much gonna wait until this point until trade you know all line. the things yeah. they start kicking tires probably around like you know early like twenty games in. My my view is this is that I I for like well, I wonder if this is related to hockey in Canada investigation. I think that, that I was, think that's more likely. That was my first inkling. Yeah, I still think that is the more likely cause of what is happening, especially especially as we, with Brett Howden. Yeah, exactly. With Brett Howden doing the same thing. Yep. You know, you look at the other guys like they might not have Instagrams or whatnot, but that's the thing. And being unaware, Dylan Dubé had you know it would always be private. The the point is is that. That's the first thing because people have been waiting for this report for a long time. And I think it's Andy Strickland who knows which players are going to be, but for it to protect their identities, not going to say anything. But um, I think that that's really important that we, that anything is changing because of that. That's what I would look at. Not because of a trade or whatever. I, would, I wouldn't care less if it, oh, it took it off because he was getting traded. I don't I'm, If, if it was, let me give you an example. If it was like, I don't know, like um, Travis Konechny. Okay. He took it down. I, I I wouldn't. Okay. Is there a trade coming? I, I don't know. I don't really. They're not going to look too much into it. I'd never really be like, oh, my God, he took it down. Can you believe what, what's happening here? What's a Because a guy changed his profile picture or a guy changed his profile. You know, what, what if there's some nut job that's just hammering away DMs all the single time and he's getting comments that are just ridiculous like, oh, you suck, you piece of shit. You know, you know how these trolls do this on the Internet? Maybe it's just to do that to shut people up. Who knows? I, I just it, shouldn't look too much into it. All I know, at some point, like, we've been clamoring for this report to come out. Like, at some point, maybe the, whether they're doing their due diligence, due diligence or not, like, this report has to come out soon. I feel like we've been hearing it's coming out soon for the better part of a year now. And it's really heated up over the last couple of months that we're getting it soon. And like you said, maybe Andy Strickland knows who these players are and is protecting them because uh, uh, for the for the time being, while the, they get their legal fares in order, whatever the heck's going going to happen. The public needs to know what happened because this was a scenario where it was a right around the same time the Chicago Blackhawks stuff happened. They kind of swept it. They basically swept it under the rug like they tried to do in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this is not how this happened. This woman was assaulted. What happened? And then they opened up the investigation and really dug into it. No charges were, no official charges were hap- uh, done at the time or anything like that. But then there, there has, the public needs to know. Like, that's really what this comes down to, especially in the sports, especially in the Me Too era. 
that we're still kind of in. You still hear Me Too rumblings every once in a while, which rightfully so. Like, Mm -hmm. this has been going on way too long in my eyes. But at the same time, I understand why it should be this long because you have to do your due diligence. But we need to get it soon. It has to be coming out soon. So, I don't know. And listen, they're they're Broad Street, you know, uh, Broad Street Hockey, their Broad Street Buzz. They 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 put out some things as far as I would say some things, observations they noticed too. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. They, you're probably right when they're smoked to fire. Because for instance, like Twitter noticed you you noticed that Brad Howden, you know, went private. Dylan Dubé and and Jonah Yadovich of the Sharks, they went the same. Although people claim that they were private already. But also, like, for instance, like other cocky Canada players such as Alex Fermentin, Maxime Tomtois, they haven't been signed as free agents, you know, um, and that's it, it. It's it just makes it doesn't make I should say, like, it, while it's not conclusive, you, you got to wonder if, if something is happening with that and you want to see it happen sooner rather than later, because you don't want it to drag on and drag on and drag on because, you know, again, it. That, that these guys did something wrong, they need to be held accountable. And at some point, listen, this is going to come sounding off because I'm not going to be able to word it the right way. It's going to come sound backwards, but bear, please understand this is not, don't take this, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Like it, there's, this won't be contextually sounding right. You can't go into a season and then have this thing drop 10, 15, 20 games in and these teams are now scrambling because they're screwed. And maybe that's why the Flyers went ahead and got Cal Peterson and locked up Sam Erson. And maybe that in case there's something that happens and prepared for that. But there's also a bigger part of that. Think of how popular a guy like Carter Hart is. And if he is implicated, people go buy his jerseys and, and, and buy, buy you know the, the merchandise that's related to him. And then hopefully not. What if he is named in something like this? That's a problem. Because now you got people running around the Wells Fargo Center with number 79 jerseys when he's been implicated, if he's implicated in that in that thing. So that's why it, you need to have it come out sooner rather than later. Because before the puck drops on the season, it's in the best interest of not only the person who was affected, but for everyone. To make sure that, you know, there is accountability held before it becomes dramatic mid-season. And then it's, you know, there's a whole distraction for the league and, and really make it look bad. So, like, you, you, you're, you're better off having it before it starts and let everything hit hard then rather than the middle of the season. Because, look, what if this just drags on still and they're still completing the investigation? Then you get to the playoffs and a drop store in the playoffs. Like, holy shit, man. Like the, the, the most exciting part of the NHL and, and you're, you're looking at an investigation. I, I'll, I'll, I'll finish by saying this. You need to do an investigation thoroughly and accurately to make sure all your I's are dotted and all your T's are crossed. So I hope that the victim of this is gets justice and the people who committed these egregious acts allegedly 
are held accountable. And it's really important that that is done accurately. So while we want it to come out, and while others have completed the investigation and another player know, you, you have to be 100% sure with something like this because these are young men's lives that are going to be severely affected no matter what regarding once this thing drops. So we can't get all like, hey, let us like sports fans like, oh, I'm so excited to see what happens. Like, am I excited to see these what happens to the investigation? No, I'm not. I'm really not. Because the fact it's been going on this long, the longer it goes on, the worse it probably is. So that's why it it, it needs to happen. It should, should I say not needs to, it should happen at a time where before the season starts. So it does not become, you know, a black eye on, 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 on the season. Yeah. Uh, no easy way to do this. I'll just transition right into it. Uh, Morgan Frost got his two year extension bridge, a little bit of a bridge deal, $4.2 million. Bill, that was a terrible, terrible transition. We're talking about something we're affecting young men's lives. And you're talking about a contract for another player. No, it was on the dock. It was on the, it was on the, <laughs> the it was also on the rundown. For uh, today. Uh, maybe we should have saved that one for the end of the episode. Yeah. Maybe we should do that next time. Uh, whatever, like. Okay, this is not again small contracts that for players that you're still unsure of or you think could be a part of the solution for uh, the, the the franchise down the line in four or five years, whatever the whatever the number is that Briere has in his head. I have no problem with this. Like it's no big deal. It's not well, listen, it's, as long as you're not giving out Sanheim money, then I'm I'm fine with it. Listen, two years, two point one million dollars per. I, 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 I like that deal for Frost because he's still kind of prove it. They want to see that uh, he has he played the way like he did at the end of the season, towards the end of the season, last season, and come along. And listen, you know, I think they still, I think Breer kind of wants to see what happens there because you, you, you see a lot of what Danny Breer kind of went through early in his career, not because he wears forty eight and where he's around the same size. But just like he's a prolific scorer, you know, and then next thing you know, he comes up and just doesn't quite click. And then you don't want to give up on a guy and have it click because the Coyotes did that with Briere and they regretted it when he went to Buffalo. So that there, you don't want to do that. You want to make sure you get everything you can out of him. Now, listen, he's only 24 years old. This will put him at 26. And I believe around that time he might be a UFA after that, if I'm not mistaken. So, or it might even be uh, an RFA. It's very, I'll, I'll look into it. But if, if that's the case, you now have a guy where you can kind of see we can get out of him and then you'll have to find out if he's going to be a piece of the future over the next two seasons or if he's something where you're just going to dump him off at the next season and see what you can get for him. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I, I like, I like, I, I hope that he can. I hope that he can continue playing the way he finished his season. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this episode of Orange Back Check, as always, is brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and DraftKings Sportsbook. We finally made it, folks. The NFL is back seven long months without an NFL game, and it's all over. The NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer Right now for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. 
All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. You just got to check out the app to see what those deals are. Download now and use promo code THPN to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's promo code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, cdkng.co. Ooh, excuse me, ccdkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after your issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Yes. Uh, Why I, are you I, raising I just, your hand? No one can see it. Because I want to make sure you don't transition to something else so you can uh, see this. So this is actually I can see it by your face. Your facial expression has the look of, yeah. I have something to add. I know I, uh, I've I known you for uh, But they can't see me. They can't see my face on the what podcast. Do what do you want to say? <laughs> so this is what's this is what's great about this Morgan Frost contract. The two years only keep it keeps him as an RFA at the end of it. And here's why. Because they told the first two years of his contract. So he signed his con- as um entry level contract in 2017. 1718 was told. 1819 was told. 1920 was his first actual year on the contract. So he had three years there. It was a five year. It was uh, yeah, three years. So technically they got five years out of it. So he had three years. Fletcher signed him to one year last season. This contract puts him into two years. So that's only six registered seasons. You need seven to be a UFA. So the next one will actually be really, really valuable because either one of two things, either you've got control of a player that you can trade that has, you know, that you can control. Cause I think after two years, the, the, the cap is going to go up. So they're probably going to see where he's at two years from now, but also at the same time, because teams will have money to play with, that could be a great trade asset for a guy who's up and coming and they don't want to pay him. So that's a great, great, great. That's even a, yeah, the money, it is what it is, but that's a great deal for the flyers because it doesn't eat in to uh unrestricted free agency. Yep. Yep. I think that is a great segue into what I've been thinking about for two weeks now when we drop my uh, my rational take and my hot take. If you don't recall, I said they are a fringe playoff team. I would not be shocked if they make the playoffs. I think it would be very unlikely, but I would not be shocked. My second, and I'm kind of thinking of rephrasing it, but I'll stay. I'll just for the sake of uh, tonight, I'll say the exact same thing. I think there is a good chance that <laughs> this is the end of it when they realize that uh, Tortorella is not the guy to lead this team. His his welcome has already been worn by the end of the season, and Danny Briere gets rid of him uh, to look for another coach to lead this team into greatness. I think that I, I think that was one of the maddest I've seen you after that hot take. But that's the purpose of a hot take, right? So I'm very excited. I've been thinking about it. Since then, 
I need your give me your rational take first, and then I'll take your hot take. Well, I gave you my rational. Oh, take you did. Last yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say the fly. I think I think the rational take is I think the Flyers make it to the playoffs and win around. Yeah. Oh, that's I right. I just think yeah, that yeah, they yeah. have. Yeah. I just had them in the playoffs on loser. this roster to make it happen. Yeah. As crazy as it sounds, I think it is. That's not a hot take, people. So are you, That's my so, so if take. you go on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, are you taking the over on points? I haven't even looked at those those odds yet, but I'm imagining you'll take those. No, I will not touch that because this is a team I think it's going to try to sneak in and, and just and if they're going to do it, that, that's I just think that that's, that's where the Tortorella effect comes into okay. play. Fair. I do. All right. All right. So. Hot take time. Uh, Brayer's gonna get fired after the season. I'm just kidding. Whoa, oh my god! No, no, that's that was serious. Oh my god! I thought that was real. That would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That's not. That's not my hot take. I had you. I had you for a second. Um. The 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 hot take that I have, believe it or not, is probably more rational than my other. Um. Uh. What's it called? Than my other. Uh, did the did they just tie the game? They just tied the game. The damn Marlins just tied the game. Unbelievable. I was distracted there. I'm really <laughs> trying to sell this. I think that this is probably more of a rational take than the Flyers making the playoffs, but I think that this is this is my hot take. Um, the Flyers' defense is young, and I think that they massively improved this offseason by one thing. I believe that the absolute most important piece is something that people are already talking about trading for at the deadline. And I think that the biggest thing the Flyers did this offseason is add Mark Stahl because he is going to be the most important piece on this defense this season. But why? Mark Stahl. Mark Stahl will He's be a guy. the He's a most... Body. Mark Stahl will be the absolute most critical piece to the Flyers' defense this entire season, and and that and that's the truth. I, I don't. I don't think I even. I, I don't even think we've talked about the Mark Stahl signing, other than in passing, maybe other, until today. Like right. I think it's a fine signing. Like again, because you like you said, they're a very young defensive core, so they need some sort of veteran presence there. Mark Stahl's that perfect candidate. But to call him the most important, one hundred percent the most important piece on that blue line, and the reason why is because here, I don't buy the narrative that nobody wanted him out there. I don't buy the narrative the guy's coming off a Stanley Cup final and he's going to a team that's rebuilding. I don't buy that narrative. I, I really don't. I think that there are probably people out there who maybe have wanted to tender his services. And this is probably a good spot for him because he goes back to a coach he's familiar with. Here's why this is so critical. Now, you have Cam Atkinson, who's coming back up front, who has played under torts. You have these guys under a season that has played under torts, okay? You have Sean Couturier coming back, hasn't played under torts, but has been only has been around the team for the entire year. You have a young defense, okay? You have Sanheim who's going to be expected a lot more this year. Ristolainen's going to be expected a lot more. You're going to expect more out of Cam York, okay? You still have Nate Sealer in the mix. You still have Igor Zamula in the mix. Um, but Mark Stahl, yes, is he going to probably be a 5, 6, 7th defenseman? 100% he is. 
but he is the biggest piece of that defense this season because of the veteran leadership and the fact that he played under Tortorella in New York for so long that it's absolutely crucial for a young defense to have someone they can rally around. This this is shades of Jason Smith back in 07-08. The guy came in, was captain for one season, sayonara after that, and you're gone. The whole point I'm trying to make is the reason why I believe that this is this is this is the take. Mark Stahl is the most critical defense, the critical signing the Flyers have made all offseason because he fills an absolute void on that defense with the departure of, Mar- of Ivan Provorov. Yeah, but you have so, you have Ristolainen who's a veteran. He's not young. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You don't have Ristolainen as a young guy. You don't have Ristolainen being one of the leaders in that on that on that squad on the back end. Sorry, you don't. You don't. You don't have a guy who's been through. You don't have a guy who's been to a final on the back end. You don't have a guy who has, knows what it takes to get to go through and what it takes to get to a Stanley Cup final, to what it takes to get through the Stanley Cup playoffs. You don't have that. You didn't have that before. Now you have a guy back there. Well, you, you had Tony D'Angelo. Oh, shut up, with Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, dude. does that not yeah. fit, did he not fit the criteria other than being a total scumbag? Tony did no, Tony doesn't want anything in this league. He won't win anything in this league. You know? So anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, Mark Stahl is 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 an absolute this was for for me the biggest move of the offseason. It is the biggest. best move that Danny Briere, even better than the Provorov trade. Oh, that is a hot take. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. You have no rebuttal to this. I don't because I think it's so asinine. Like, it's more asinine than mine of Torts gets fired at the end of this season. I, 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 I think you're crazy. I think you're absolutely crazy. Look, he's on a contract for $1.1 million. He played for five years under, under Tortorella. Like, he has a great contract for a guy that's just a body. For a team he played tw- all 21 play. He played all 82 games last season and all 21 Great. playoff games. You know what that tells for me? Stanley Cup team. You know what that tells me? He's not playing a quarter of the games under the Flyers banner. <laughs> he's got to get hurt because he's played all games in a that. calendar year. Now, listen, listen. This is what Briere said the thing. Where's Stall going to fit in the lineup? We were very clear with him about what we're doing here, where the process is, and what he and he wants to help out. That is tells me because adding someone who has so much experience can help you made too much sense almost i saw this i'm telling you when we signed mark stall when the flyer signed mark stall i nearly shat my pants like i was like they did what they did what because that listen people don't understand the value of that in a locker room you don't understand it you can say, oh, he's not doing anything nice. Yeah, but you don't understand how I, a lot of these guys start to play better because they're getting pushed by these veterans and shown how the and they take them along along their wing and just show them how the game is. And you need guys like that. And this team is severely lacking that until they sign Mark Stahl. And now they have probably the best defensive acquisition, I'd say probably in all the league for the most part, because all the league? Yeah, because okay. it's a per- it's a perfect move, we fit. Need to, we need to move on. It's a perfect fit. We need to move it's on. It's a perfect I'm, fit. I'm, I'm I'm over this. Like this this is making me angry now. 
And I, why? Because it, it's so ridiculous. Our, it's not ridiculous. It's the truth. Okay. It's something. I don't know if it's the truth, but it's something. You know what I do want to see? You know what? I, I want to see. I, I want to see. And I'm transitioning away. Like, if, in case you haven't told. In case you haven't seen this. I'm transitioning out of this. I want to see uh, innovation in the NHL. I think we've been very, very stagnant. I think the easy way out has always been change the goalie pads, make them smaller, make the goal- Don't get me no, started. No, on I that don't agree shit. with that. I think it's stupid. I think that is stupid. Okay. I think, and I, this is, I, I can't believe we missed this back in May. Well, I guess because we were so depressed from the flyer season. Uh, the CHL this season is implementing three new rules. And I think there's an opportunity here for let the CHL test it out, see how it goes, kind of how the minor league baseball uh, is kind of the test dummy for new rules. We saw with the pitch clock in, 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 in a couple of years back, and it worked really well. So the MLB enacted it this season, and it's been, for a lack of a better phrase, a smashing success. Like, games are amazing now. I would love to see this in the NHL couple of tweaks here and there, honestly, but for the most part, uh, I think this is a this has the foundation for what the NHL should implement. So if you missed it, the CHL is implementing t- three new rules, all regarding the penalty uh, m- uh, special teams play of 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 play. Minor league penalties are going to start to treat are being treated like major penalties: five minute major, two minute minor. They're all the same. You score a goal on the power play, you're still on the power play for whatever time remaining. I Love that. I'd like to see the NHL change one thing about it, but it, it's good. The second rule. What would you like to what would you like to see change about it before you move on? I would actually get I would keep it as is, where if you score a goal, the penalty's over, but add a minute. Make it a three-minute minor. The lo- cause I think the longer that you can be in to set up your power, to have the chance to set up your power play, the more chance for goals. I don't mind the idea of always keeping it as a major, but I think that kind of cheapens. Like, if we're gonna distinct the two, like when I when you hear hear a five minute major, you know that a player really messed up, something really went wrong. Right. When it's just a tripping minor, I don't. I I have a hard time, especially when your feet just get tangled and, and all that, and you're kind of selling it. I can't buy into the fact that like, okay, now you're sitting in the box for a full two minutes, whether the team scores or not. I'd like to see how it goes. You look at you're looking at me like I'm an idiot. I I mean I probably most people are because first of all, why would you want to add another minute to a minor? Because I guess a double minor now is going to be six minutes. Yeah, so it's going to be more than a major. No, you make the make a it double minor. If, you're, seven, if, you're, if your it, minor is three add, minutes times two is six, what Bill. Do you, what do you mean? Yeah, well, how how is this hard? You add minutes to every penalty on there on the books. Three no, minute no, minor, no, six no, minute double no, minor. No. Make it an no. eight-minute major. This is probably what happens when they go over these types of rules with probably. the owners of the NHL. Yeah. This is probably what they probably do is they say things like this, like, like you're saying. Fine, right now, I, like, I, I, hey, we, we can we can we can add a minute to a minor, so it's a th- actually a three-minute minor and not a not a two-minute minor. Yeah, the rule they had is great, Bill. Like, I think the rule they have is it's fantastic. I think like ways to. Uh, innovate or listen fine. Make it, it adds to more disciplined hockey yeah it, it forces you to be more disciplined if you if you if you get a penalty 
you're sitting in a box for two minutes, whether you punch a guy, whether you trip a guy, you're sitting in a box the entire time and your team could put up six goals. And guess what? Your coach is going to say, you're a friggin' idiot. This is why you got to play discipline hockey. Yeah. This is all keeps your feet moving. Uh, yep. And this is actually probably the, to the same adage of the, for the second rule, delayed penalty goals don't cancel out the penalty. I love that. Love I love that love rule. That. I love that I, rule. I never like you like you you kind of see it in football where like if you gain a chunk yardage and you had like a uh offside on the defense and you still you, you decline the penalty. But mm-hmm. like in hockey it's totally different. You you need scoring. How cool would it be for a two goal swing basically? Like well, but yeah. you know like yeah. if you're down you, one you, you, it's a two goal you swing. You pull the goalie Right, you pull the goalie, you have the extra man advantage until what happens. And I'll tell you what, that actually would be so much more exciting because say you're down like 3-1 in a game and next thing you know, you could tie yeah. on the next power play. Like, yeah. that's a way to increase scoring exponentially. And, I, and I'll tell you what, the, I know the one you're going to talk about next is personally my favorite. I think that that is just... Go ahead, I, I'm not going to spoil it for the you. Third the third one is... One. A shorthanded goal cancels out the minor penalty, and we go back to five-on-five hockey. Love that. I, I, love, th- I love that rule. It is so good. I think it's one of, like, uh, if the NHL wants to innovate, just, they don't even have to test this. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Ignore my stupid rule of adding a minute. Just do what the CHL is doing, and it will be so much more fun. What is it? September 8th that we're recording this? We still have time, Gary. Come on. Yeah. Listen, the competition committee would have to come no, together, but yeah, even I don't so, need the technicalities. Let, 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 hang on. <laughs> they did the hybrid icing. They tested yes, that for a season in the NHL. Yep. So that all the things are going to go. So if it gets to the AHL within a year or two, that's great. Because I say what, these rules that they're adding here in the QMJHL, I want to watch it. Like, or the CHL, excuse me. Yeah. I want to I want to watch this and be like. Dude, that is just that's so much better. It makes the so this is from a competitive standpoint. For being a goalie, it really sucks. But I mean, from a competitive standpoint, I'm looking at this from like a coach or a player perspective, saying, "Damn, you know, they take a penalty and we we get the whole two minutes. Great, but you know, we also have to defend against the short-handed goal because that's going to have that other teams and attacking. Like, and like you're talking more wide open hockey. Yes, and when it's offsetting minors." We get full two minutes of a four v four, do we not? Right, and usually so like, now, no, no, no. If you have, if it's usually five on five. If they offset, it's five. On oh five. yeah, that's right, that's right. But they should have done two v two or four v four. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Like, Let them come out in the box side. Yeah, open up the ice a yeah. little bit more. You don't need to. You don't need to bring an extra part because then you have to worry about when it's off to a second. Guys getting off the ice. Listen, you you want excitement. You have more wide open hockey. Yeah. More wide open high. Look how exciting it was when they started the three on three in overtime. Yeah. Well, and the Flyers yeah, are actually the first. That, yeah. that was really good until like of late when player or coaches have finally figured out a system is become a little stagnant. Uh, I'm curious how it might innovate or change this season. But again, huh. the only thing I've always hated about the three V three is when there is a penalty in it, it turns to. 4v3 sometimes even i've even seen 5v4 like mm-hmm. it's got it's gotten wacky yeah. it's become regular yeah. hockey and because mm-hmm. of the time restraint 
it look it's 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 a wash because you're like well, this you is- can't have any less than three players on yeah. the ice at a time and i get that i, I get that because yeah. if you have if, 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 that four on two like come that'd on be dude, exciting it's literally that'd be hilarious like, it would not it would be it would be what like the blues did to the vancouver canucks two seasons ago where they went on a three on oh on the other end and yeah then he scored like I see your point with that, but I think from a competitive standpoint, there's just these guys are pros. There's just no way they're going to stop that. There's just there's just no way. Yeah, that's true. But but from a perspective of just flow, my favorite word. No, yeah, and and a perspective of just competitive standpoint is that if I'm a team that's shorthanded, instead of just clearing the puck out of the zone, I'm trying to start that baby up ice. And I'm trying to get something on net because I'm trying to get back to even strength because I don't want him to score. And if you kill it off, great. But even so, like that's going to cause more rushes the other way. It's going to be players are going to block shots more. They're going to be more aggressive on the puck. And you're going to have to find new ways to capitalize on the power play. It makes the game more exciting. It really, really, really does. NHL is desperate for excitement. Like uh, regular. Yeah, well, that's what happens when a bunch of old white men run the whole entire like, league and are afraid yeah. of change. I I mean the playoffs are something else. Like they're another level because of the the circumstance and the stakes and all that. But regular season is is entirely too long. So if you're gonna keep it this long, then make it exciting. And this is how you make it exciting. Like I I don't know how other way to put it. I'm staring at a frozen Scott right now. Oh, there he goes. Yep. He's, now I'm he's back. back. I'm back. Yep. Yep. No, no I, I heard you say that the, the season is entirely too long, and I agree they play way too many games, and they should shorten the schedule a little bit. Um, but at the same token, look, try to find a way to make this thing more exciting, and that's one way to do it. Yeah, I, I, I really hope we see in the next year or two. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. NHL, listen to what the CHL is doing change up the rules on the penalty rule penalty uh, circumstances and make this game more exciting. That is going to do it. Episode 157. We covered a lot from Instagram to NHL rule changes to a Morgan Frost extension to Hockey Canada. You never know what you're going to get. Mark Stahl being the most important player in the Flyers franchise this season. Good Lord. I don't even... I'm I'm over it. I'm 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 going away. I'm I'm leaving. No, don't don't don't. I want to talk about this. No, more. I I'm think done. this is this I'm is over. really this I is critical. Over it. This Make is sure critical. you subscribe to He is a huge piece. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all of that good stuff. Make sure you're subscribed. Orange and Backcheck Podcast. Shoot us an email, Orange and Backcheck. Uh, what the hell's our email? Orange and Backcheck at gmail.com? Yeah, that, that sounds right. Whatever. I don't think anyone emails us. So, whatever. Yeah, right. Why do we even give it up? I don't know. Orangebackcheck.gmail.com. Let us know you listen. Have a good one. Make sure you subscribe. Hockey Podcast Network. THPN when signing up on DraftKings. It's football season. Enjoy it. Have a good one. How about next week? Because it's so important. We call it Orange and Stolchek. Ladies and gentlemen, this was the final episode of Orange and Backcheck. You're right, we're starting Orange and Stolchek next week. And that's that.